Hello again. It's nice to be here. And um, I wonder if uh, you've ever had to wait for something uh, much longer than you'd like to. I wonder in particular if God has made you wait, or perhaps God's making you wait now for something. And uh, I wonder if you're good at waiting, or if you're not someone who finds that at all easy and you're impatient and why can't God answer my prayers quicker than he is doing and you know how it goes round and round and uh, as you've uh, heard already there's a waiting process going on um, in terms of the leadership of Global Cafe. It was early this year when Erin said that her intention was to look for a job elsewhere and then I think it was about a week later that Wanma uh, got on the phone to me and said that uh, he and Kezia thought it, it might be time to move on and uh, Wanma was looking for a, a sort of post in the academic world. Um, so that got us praying because if, if uh, the, your two uh, staff workers are both leaving at the same time then uh, you've, you've certainly got something to uh, sort of deal with there haven't you? Uh, plus the fact that other core team members were, were leaving. So we thought, and I know the motto for your church is uh, God is doing a new thing, isn't it? And um, when, when uh, Phil told me that, I thought, well, we, we certainly know how that feels. Um, so uh, we've been praying, and one of the things uh, that happened in a prayer meeting was that God gave us a picture. Uh, this was earlier in the year, the trustees were praying, and the picture was of potatoes growing underground and uh, as you know you don't see anything happening when potatoes are growing you, you put one in the ground cover it up uh, and basically it's just dying as far as you, you you know we know you know it's just sort of there not doing anything uh, and the, but when you do come to lift the potatoes out it's just amazing what's happened you know out of sight haven't known what's going on uh, and they're just there so when God gave us that picture we understood that he was saying there's a process to happen so we we understood that we weren't just going to find uh you know a ready-made team leader a team leader to fit uh, you know the next week because he was just letting us know something needs to happen and we can't see what's going on and if you're someone who likes to see what's going on uh then you just got to learn to wait um because something is happening um and uh, one more also, uh, and Kezia, they're having to wait longer than, than they thought. So we sort of encourage each other, don't we, with uh, you know, God being at work and taking his perfect time to, to organize things. And uh, a couple of real life examples in the scriptures, they, they've uh, been very helpful to us. One was uh, Abraham and Sarah. And as we know, God gave Abraham and Sarah a promise about children and descendants and uh, that must have been great news when they got that but then they had to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait you know much longer than was humanly reasonable and in the end they tried to solve the issue the wrong way and uh, the repercussions of that they're, they're still seen around the world today um, Samuel was uh, given the job of going to appoint, uh, sorry, anoint the next king. And uh, so off he went, and uh, as we know, he was with the family 
of Jesse and he saw one person who seemed promising and God said, no, it's not him. And then another one in the family, no, it's not him. And it seemed as though the family just ran out. And then, oh no, there's someone else. Uh, David, the youngest, who was tending the sheep, the, the least likely. And uh, he appeared and God said, he's the one. Uh, so we're very much uh, aware of these things as we uh, seeking God for a new leadership. It needs to be the right person at the right time. So we value your prayers that we just recognize you know, who that person is. Um, in the meantime, you know, life isn't wasted. It's just not quite working out as we <laughs> thought it would do for different ones of us. Um, okay, I'm going to uh, just read a verse from uh, 2 Timothy, chapter 1, uh, verse 6, and it says this, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord. And it's particularly the first phrase in verse 6 that I want to draw attention to. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God. And in one sense, you know, each of us have a, that flame. God, God wants a flame to come through our lives. Uh, does it in groups as well. So, you know, local congregations... It's as though there should be a flame burning, and Global Cafe, the same. Um, so we're based on the corner of Sherborne Road, and uh, it's as though God wants there to be a little fly fire burning. And um, uh, recently I was, I was using one of these, and uh, maybe you've got one. Uh, they're very useful little uh, cookers, little gas rings, and... Uh, I was using one of these when I had a, just a few days, uh, sort of like a little retreat. I went uh, uh, to a, uh, an area in Scotland, and uh, I just uh, felt I just needed a few days, you know, no emails, no phone calls, no to-do list, just a bit of time and space, uh, pray through things, think through things. And I was on a beach one day, and I just enjoyed the walk, and uh, uh, the car was parked nearby, and uh, I had this, and I had uh, a kettle here, and uh, I had a bottle of water, and a cup, and tea bags, and I even remembered the milk, and I had some chocolate cookies, and uh, I was looking forward to it. I thought, I'm just going to enjoy sitting on this beach. I had a book to read, a, a novel that I found interesting. I'm going to make a, a cup of tea. It's not going to be out of a flask, it's going to be a fresh cup of tea, and I'm just going to enjoy it and enjoy the time and the space. And uh, that was my plan. So, um, as you know, these, these have a little gas canister, that's where the fuel is. And uh, so I got it all set up, uh, clicked the on switch, but then when I came to ignite, it wouldn't light. So I had this sort of click, click click, nothing happening. I thought, oh no, um, this is not the plan. I was looking forward to a nice cup of tea. And uh, so I was clicking again, and then sort of having a look and, you know, blowing. 
click, 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 nothing happened. And uh, I thought, you know, this is just going to be me having a, a drink of cold water out the bottle. I'm not going to get my cup of tea. And as happens, we can feel ridiculously let down at little things, can't we? And uh, I had a, a bit of a Jonah moment. Do you remember Jonah was given the job of going to Nineveh, this great city, to preach the word about repentance and turning to God? And, uh, well, we know he ran away, then he came back, then he did what God wanted, and the result was that the city did turn to God, and then Jonah uh, just seemed to get the sulks, didn't he? And uh, we think, you know, perhaps he would have been very glad, but he wasn't, and he went off. And uh, God, we read, caused a vine to grow over him and shelter him in the heat. And we read Jonah was very pleased about that. And, uh, but then God sent a little worm, it said, <laughs> to destroy the vine, and the vine shriveled up, and there weren't any leaves. And Jonah went even into a bigger sulk about it all. And, uh, and God pointed it out to Jonah, look, Jonah, you're getting upset about things like this. From my point of view, there are bigger things. You know, see, see the greater things, Jonah. Um, really, in a nutshell, uh, God was getting Jonah to see what he needed to see from God's point of view. And uh, this, is, of course, is only trivial, me making a cup of tea. But anyway, uh, I fiddled about and blew it, and uh, eventually uh, there's a click, and is it going to do it now? It did it at the earlier service. There we are. I'm only, so we've got a, uh, I'm not going to make a cup of tea, and I'm not going to leave this on for long, because it'll set off an alarm. And... Uh, so anyway, I was very pleased and thankful. But it was one of those times when I felt God was just pointing something out to me because part of why I was there was because I just needed a bit of time and space, time to think and pray. And, um, but there was a blockage in the, the gas ring and uh, I just felt God was putting his finger and saying, you know, are there any blockages in me? No. Never mind me being upset about the gas ring having blockages. Uh, and I'm, I'm aware, you know, busyness can be a bit of a blockage to the life of God's spirit coming through. Other things can be a blockage as well. And uh, I felt that was a bit of a challenge from God to me. And it's one that I'm, I'm sharing this morning. Because in, in this simple little device here, we have the gas canister, which is the fuel and is the power and the energy but it's got to get through. And if it doesn't get through, that uh, object is useless. It's just a bit of scrap metal. Um, it's only useful if the, the gas gets through, if the fuel gets through. And I know that seems a very sort of mechanical way to think about ourselves. There's, you know, we're in relationship with God. You know, we're not just little bits of metal like this. But the challenge came to me, you know, is God's, is the fuel of his spirit getting through, or are there blockages? And uh, we need to see uh, like God's view of us and what we're doing. And uh, in Global Cafe, we just need to make sure that the fuel of his spirit is getting through. Because otherwise, saying the example of Global Cafe, we can have a, a great program organized, 
uh, you know, this person's doing this and that person's doing that. But if, if God's spirit isn't there, it's, it's, it's as useless as that is when the gas isn't getting through. So, um, but blockages obviously can occur. And uh, sometimes it just needs God to put his finger on something, maybe something someone will say or will read, and it just registers with us, doesn't it? That, that's something that God just wants, wants to bring a change there. And sometimes we just need to talk to someone and they're helpful to pray with them. Um, if God's saying, you know, it's time that that, that hindrance uh, just got overcome, that, that's been a block in your life, and now's the time that uh, that needs to come to an end. Um, there are some things which I think are fairly common to all of us at times, so I'm not going to go through a, a long list. I'm just going to mention uh, two or three things that can be a blockage in our lives to God's spirit coming through. And one of the, one of the things is anxiety, uh, worry. Uh, you know, we all have a bit of worry. It's just part of the human condition uh, to be you know, a bit worried and concerned here and there. But worry and anxiety can block what God wants to do, as we know. And maybe you're sat here today and the truth is you're just worried. You know, you woke up worried, and if today's like yesterday, you'll go to bed worried. And uh, it's a big thing. Um, I'm just going to read some verses from Philippians. Uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7. And we read this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition... With thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So we read here, do not be anxious about anything. Well, if we're honest, we do get a bit anxious, don't we, about things, but uh, the Lord says, don't be anxious, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, and that's part of God's solution to anxiety and worry to develop that personal habit of thanksgiving to regularly be thankful um, you know to just go through things blessings of God in our lives that we're aware of uh, you know thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord and before we know it we think well actually God's hand is really upon me in the situation that I'm in and uh, it's a great help to stop worrying and be anxious and also we read the peace of God which transcends all understanding, the peace of God. That's a great thing to have, the peace of God, isn't it? But we can, we can live as Christians without that peace. We can lose it. And uh, I remember uh, someone, he's uh, a, a, a Christian brother, who's gone to be with the Lord now, uh, but he used to have work and ministry um, in Pakistan and in Afghanistan. He went to very troubled areas and was working with the, the church in those countries. So he came across... You know, some very, very difficult situations, real life and death situations. And he was, he was there to come alongside and help. And I remember him saying, uh, he said, the peace of God, you know, check that it's there. He said, when, I, when I'm abroad, he said, uh, in those countries, in dangerous situations, he said, I always check that I've got my passport. I haven't lost my passport. And he said, it's like sort of tapping my pocket. Is it there? Have I got my passport with me in that situation? And he said, you know, just check. Have you got the peace of God? Because we can get busy 
and we lose the peace of God. You know, God's peace isn't there, and we need God's peace. Otherwise, you know, the peace declines and the worry and anxiety go up. So, you know, have we got God's peace? You know, not just to know it should be there, but is it there? Is the peace of God reigning in me? Anxiety and worry, that, that, that can be a blockage, can't it? One of the things that, that hinders the work of the Spirit. Uh, what else can do it? Well, there can be bitterness. Um, sometimes we can meet someone who's a Christian and it's just the, what they're saying and the way they're talking about something, there's a, there's a bitterness there. Something's gone wrong or someone's let them down uh, and, and the bitterness is there. Let me read some verses from Exodus chapter 15, starting at verse 22. This is a reading of a time when Moses was leading the Israelites. When Moses led Israel from the Red Sea and they went into the desert of Shur, for three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink its water because it was bitter. That's why the place is called Marah, meaning bitterness. So the people grumbled against Moses, saying, what are we to drink? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. So there were people uh, looking for a drink, thinking that they'd found water, well, they had found water, but it was contaminated, it was bitter. And if we allow bitterness to take root in us, then really we're contaminated. And uh, the life of God's spirit just can't come through. And people who will meet us and get to know us, they'll just get a bit of bitterness from our lives. And that's not the way it should be, is it? Um, in this case, the Lord showed Moses a piece of wood, threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. And it's a picture, the wood, you know, the cross of Christ. It's the cross of Christ that can turn the bitterness into something sweet. And if there's anyone here and you know that you're bitter, you know that there's something there that you've, you've got against someone or against some people, um, and there is something just rumbling away underneath, you need, it's the cross of Jesus that you need to come to. Come to Jesus on the cross, see him on the cross, who he is and what he's done. He's overcome everything and he's let me off. He's forgiven me all my offences so I can come to him with the things that have offended me and just say, I don't want this bitterness anymore. Um, you've got to change me. You've got to make me sweet. And maybe just praying with a brother or sister and confessing it to them and praying will be a help. But uh, God through Jesus, can make that bitterness sweet so that people will taste sweetness from our lives. And just going on further down that um, passage, uh, just to verse 27, uh, shortly afterwards they came to Elim, where there were 12 springs and 70 palm trees, and they camped there near the water. Well, that's a very different picture, isn't it? It's a picture of uh, water, springs you get the picture it's sort of clean water uh, lots of palm trees good place to camp good place to get drink it, it just does you good being in a place like that so from bitterness to a place where the water was clean and pure and you know in our way so you know global cafe just needs to be like elim 
where there's pure water and it's, what's growing there is good and people who come amongst us uh, just need to be able to taste that pure, uncontaminated water that they're longing for. And we can say it for ourselves as well, can't we, as well as groups that we're involved in. So just that bitterness can be a blockage. And just the last thing we'll look at, uh, lack of forgiveness. And I'm sure, uh, you know, any of us who've been a Christian for any length of time could give a personal testimony about something like this because we continually need to forgive. And sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's difficult. And sometimes it really is very hard just to release someone into the freedom of our forgiveness. But let's just read some verses from Matthew chapter 6 because Jesus had something very straightforward and plain speaking about this. And uh, Matthew chapter 6, just after Jesus had uh, given the example of what we call the Lord's Prayer, we read in verse 14, Matthew 6, chapter, chapter 6, verse 14, For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. That's a very serious thing, isn't it, that Jesus is saying there and certainly if there's a lack of forgiveness then that will block us just as much as the sand block that little gas heater and the fuel doesn't come through uh, we've got to make sure that we that we keep the channels open haven't we all of us you know we're so we're so different as people you know who we are our backgrounds the issues that we're facing concerns we have you know, we, we could give such different stories, but all of us as God's people, as Jesus' disciples, we're in the same boat when it comes to this. We've just got to keep the channels open, uh, make sure that the fuel, the life of the Spirit comes through, and there's that flame that's burning. Has our, has our flame been burning this week? Uh, I shared this yesterday at Global Cafe's prayer meeting because we want, we want Global Cafe to be like a little spiritual gas ring based at the corner of Sherborne Road that's just burning for God. It's a flame for God. And but whatever we're involved in, it should be the same, shouldn't it? So the fuel has got to get through. Um, let's just take a few moments. I'm just going to lead us in prayer. But first of all, just uh, have a few moments of quiet. Maybe we're aware as we've thought about these things. Yes, yes, I have been a bit blocked up perhaps it is just busyness maybe there's a forgiveness issue whatever it is perhaps it's something totally different to the examples I've given but as we think about it yes uh, there something's just a bit blocked up there there's not that free access to the spirit so let's just have a few moments of quiet to acknowledge before God what we just sense that we need to and then I'll lead us in prayer And uh, we acknowledge, Lord, the, the holes can get blocked up. And uh, we just bring you, Lord, our lives and what's in them. You see everything as it is. We can't, we can't cover anything up before you. So we pray for ourselves, Lord, and pray for each other that we'd have uh, that open channel
for you, Lord. We pray for each of us, Lord, that we'd have that burning flame for you. Your spirit can get through and uh, you would look upon us and be pleased with what you see because your spirit's coming through us in the situations that we're in. And we pray it, Lord, for, for your glory, that you'd be pleased, that you would make a difference through our lives. We ask it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.